All right, welcome to another episode of Northern Exposure. I'm your host, Jay North. Happy Veterans Day and a big thank you to all those that have served on this Veterans Day. And we're here with my good friend, Freddie Lenhard. Uh, we used to call him the Big Kahuna. I've always referred to him as Big Homie, but Big Homie got put in the dryer. He's shrinking. Um, he is, uh, what have you lost now? Uh, over 140 pounds. Over 140 pounds. And that's quite a bit. And he's almost down to his high school size again, which you just turned 40. So kudos, my friend. So you're coming on the podcast today to share the success, uh, share the process, and share what's worked for you. Because, uh, you know, I want to do this episode in two part, Fred, because I think it's a cool thing that you're uh, bringing to the platform here um, with sharing that success. And it's a hell of a success. We talked about back in October on the podcast, trying to get back into shape. You and I have both recently become members of Team Red, White, and Blue, which is pretty cool. Um, I'll confess I haven't done shit other than a couple workouts. Things have been kind of busy, so I'm trying to get back on my horse. But why don't you take it, my friend? Tell me about the process, where it started, and how you've gotten this far. Well, it started uh, about two years ago. I have uh, bone on bone, both of my knees. And I went and seen a surgeon, and he pretty much told me I had two choices. Um, lose weight or have surgery, and then within five to ten years, I end up having to have surgery again. Okay. So instead of having to go through more multiple surgeries because of my knees and everything, I decided to do the weight loss thing. Um, my weight's been fluctuating, hell, I want to say since I've gotten out of the service, my highest weight when I actually decided to actually follow through with this was uh, 413 pounds. Was it really? Yeah. Nobody even realized I was that big, but I felt it. You could see it in the pictures and everything else. Um, So I decided to do it by myself at first. Working out, calorie control, the whole nine yards, and then um, it got to the point where like my body completely plateaued. Mm. I dropped down to, I want to say... 383 okay and my body was like yeah we're not losing anymore mm-hmm. still doing the same regiment um eating training running health stuff i haven't done since high school or right. even being in the service right. we were both pretty active dudes back then yes, yes real active dudes um i finally broke down and actually went to a seminar okay uh it was the end of 18 November okay. of 18 and at that point I was like 383 um, went to the seminar listened to the uh, the surgeon the head surgeon at the time um, explained everything different choice options you have uh, the bariatric surgery which mm-hmm. is where they completely reroute your whole insides okay then they have um, the lap band which yep. the lap band's been around since we were in school yep okay um, they have the sleeve which pretty much all they do is take your stomach and make it into like the size of a banana, shape of a banana. They take like half of it away. Gotcha. And then they have the Ruin Y, which they partly reroute your small intestines, but your stomach and everything else is still in there. Okay. Um, I chose to do the the sleeve. Okay. Um, but it was a long process. Is this one surgery? It's one surgery. One Actually, surgery. Yeah, one surgery, but I end up having two within... The six-month period. Okay. Um, my first surgery, at my gallbladder um, took a shit. Oh. So because of the During fact, the surgery? 
Before the surgery. Before the surgery. Because okay. I went completely clean eating. Okay. Um, which caused my uh, gallbladder to work overtime. Hmm. Because all the shit and everything I ate over the years, the fried foods, the fatty foods, the high-in-carb foods. Gotcha. Um, my gallbladder was already heading that way. Right. But the fact that I like, reformulated re- my, my routine, it made it work even harder. Huh. So I ended up having a surgery in April. Okay. Um, had my gallbladder removed. Had to go through a, a clean eating, which pretty much was all liquids. Okay. Um, protein shakes, chicken broth, and stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, so it's a liquid diet. And for about how long? Uh, I did that seven days before that surgery. Before the surgery, you go on the liquid diet. Yes. Gotcha. And then um, I end up having surgery in July. And that I end up doing five days of a liquid diet beforehand. Okay. But there's a lot of extra things that involve that like the insurance company expects you to lose uh i think it's like 10 percent between five to ten percent of your body weight when you first start the process mm-hmm. but you have six months okay. most of the time it takes six months for insurance companies to approve it right so went to the thing in november actually seen the surgeon january mm-hmm like your consultation? Yeah, the actual consultation, and that was that was interesting because uh, I ended up seeing Dr. Gandhi out of RGH. He's really cool, um, down to earth, and he tells you how it is. He does yeah. not sugarcoat anything. Okay. Um, he straight out told me he expects me to, to lose that 10%. Well, I went from losing that 10%, and I lost almost 70 pounds before my actual surgery. Wow, okay. Um. And all I pretty much was was talking to him, finding out what he recommends, mm-hmm. which still he said, I could still eat the foods that I want. It's just portion control. Right. Now, while you're going through this process, are you working out as well? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. So you began the working out. Um, first thing I started doing was walking. I was going to ask, what did you start A with? A lot of walking. A lot of walking. Okay. Um, I went from walking to jogging. Um, and then I, within the first two to three months I went from doing all walking in every day a minimum of 10,000 steps a day okay um, I started doing the free weights the machines and, and everything else and that actually sped the process up that's why I was able to lose just about mm-hmm. 70 pounds before my actual surgery date well you're increasing your own metabolism right you know that's kind of thing and then from a just from a happiness standpoint you know working out is actually very good for you uh, mentally, did you find yourself feeling happier, more positive, more motivated as the process kept going? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, at first it was it was, God damn, I can't believe I'm doing this. Right, because you get up early. Yeah, I'm up anywhere between, I want to say four thirty in the morning on the days I actually did my walking when it was nice out. Yeah, I was up one thirty, two thirty in the morning, and I was out walking neighborhood. For an hour and a half, two hours, and just going. Can you imagine looking out your window and seeing this fool walking by your house like for three months straight at three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> What's oh, yeah. he doing? Oh, yeah. I've, I've actually had I've actually had police officers follow me. I mean, it's, I'm sure they're they're seeing this big guy walking around the neighborhood. Uh, they want to know what's going on. Yep. I mean, I wore my um, 
the school district I used to work for. Right. Bright pink shirt. So, oh, sure. I mean, if I didn't want to be seen, I'm not going to be wearing bright colors. Well, that's smart. Well, plus you're out in the dark, too. You want motorists to be able to right. see you. Right, right. So, you're going through this process. <clears throat> There's dietary, I don't do you want to call them restrictions, or do you want to call them guidelines? It was more guidelines. It wasn't a yeah, restriction. I think you... restriction's a crappy word. Yeah. It makes people feel like they're enslaved to something. Right. It's just like a um, term. discipline. Yeah. When we were growing up, we you heard the word discipline. It was always a bad thing. Yeah, you assumed it was a wooden spoon. Right. Wooden spoon, <laughs> paddle, whatever. Chicletas. <laughs> but you have to think of uh, being mentally disciplined. If you want to lose the weight, if you want to maintain your whatever you're working at, mm-hmm. you got to be disciplined at it, which is not a bad thing. Gotcha. No, it's not. So just to recap, he's going through the surgery. He's going to do the surgery. Um, the insurance company will obviously approve it if you commit to losing 10%. So he gets on his grind. He fixes his diet up. He does starts doing the fitness. He starts with just simple walking. And I need you need people to understand you were up over four hundred pounds when the process yes. began. Yes. So he's literally half the man he was twelve months ago, um, and not in a bad way. But uh, so then he's going through all that and he drops seventy pounds before he even goes on the operating table. I tell you what, let's take a quick break. I'm gonna get a refill on some coffee. You might need some too. Who knows? And uh, then we'll come back and we'll recap. We'll take over from where we're leaving off. Um, Because you haven't even gotten on the table yet, so we kind of want to talk about post-op process and everything that you're going to be doing going forward and how you're staying motivated and whatnot. So, again, we're chatting with Freddie Lenhard. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Uh, Northern Exposure, your host, Jay North, sitting in with my buddy Freddie Lenhard talking about the uh, bariatric weight loss surgery process and then everything else that's involved with it to achieve, you know, not just f- basically phenomenal shape. Would you call it phenomenal shape, Fred? You're getting back into like high school form. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so there's definitely some eating and some working out that needs to take place. Yep. Um, do you think that's important, Fred, for people to know, like anybody considering this, the surgery alone is beneficial, but it can't work unless you're willing to commit to the dietary uh, nutrition and the the working out and staying active. I agree. And 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 a lot of people need to realize it's not a quick fix. Right. It's a tool. It's mm-hmm. something that you use. Mm-hmm. Um so you got to go in with the right mindset, the right, right expectations. Well, that that falls into some yeah. of the uh, um the requirements before surgery. Okay. You have to have of course you have to have six weigh-ins mm-hmm. to prove the insurance company six. That, okay. That you're losing the weight and you're keeping that weight off. Um, or maintaining the current weight that you're at. Um, then you have to meet with the nutritionist three different times before surgery. Okay. Then you have to do a psych evaluation. The psych evaluation will be the big determining factor mm-hmm. if the insurance company is going to approve it. See, that's an interesting point, too. I don't think a lot of people would expect a psych evaluation right. in a weight loss surgery procedure. And is that to more or less make sure you've got a stable-minded individual that can digest everything that's going on and actually commit to a program? Yes. Okay. That's, that's what a lot of it's yeah. for. It's to, it's, this is going to sound really messed up when I say it, it's to, uh, to root out all yeah. the people that want to have the surgery, mm-hmm. but they think it's just going to be a quick deal that okay. they've done it over with. Like what if somebody tested like clinically depressed on that? Would they be um, denied? 
they would be denied at first. Yeah. But as long as they're going to therapy. Okay. And on a regular basis, mm-hmm. the insurance company could reverse that and mm-hmm. approve the surgery. Okay. But they have to prove that they're that they're working on it. Because a lot of people don't seem to realize. Okay, you have the weight loss surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, you do all this work and everything else. And then, good example, myself. I have extra skin. Yeah. And I I make a joke out of it. Like, I'll take it and I'll flap it around and, <laughs> and, and everything else. But there's people out there that see the extra skin. Mm-hmm. And it's devastating to them. They're like, oh my God, I got all this extra skin. Blah, 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 blah. Well, it's just how you play with it. So, like myself, I I make jokes about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like... Uh, the man boobs. I had right. the the floppy man boobs. Does that ever shrink? Yeah, it does. Over time, it does reduce. Yes. yes. Um, I went from being a C cup. Now I'm down to a B. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Uh, but it also comes down to hard work mm-hmm. and wanting to put in the the extra mm-hmm. effort. Um, but yeah, I went through the whole process. Went through all that. Hell, I went to see the to do my last weigh in and the yeah. doctor, June. Okay. Which is actually my five months. Or no, five. Yeah, six months. Yep. And the, doc, the doctor goes, well, I'm ready. You you can have the surgery. I got my approval within three days. Okay. And normally it takes a week to two weeks after the, the doctor says, yes, you're right. Gotcha. So you just had the actual procedure like early summer, mid-summer. July 10th. July 10th. Yep. Okay. So when you sat in on that episode in August, you were a month removed from it. Yep. Wow. Yep. Okay. You were moving around pretty good. So oh, yeah. to walk us through what the procedure's like and then the post-op journey more or less. Like, is there hospital time? Like, uh, what are you getting into here? All right. Um, simple, normal sur- surgery procedure. You go in. They do their way in. They, they check the vitals. They hook you up to whatever meds that they're going to put you on. So knock you out and everything else. Um, the surgery itself was, I think, an hour and a half. Okay. But with my with my surgery, I they had to undo a previous surgery that I had over 20 years ago. Oh. I had a hiatal hernia repair. Gotcha. Well, to do the surgery, they had to reverse that to kind of, kind of get my stomach the actual size it's supposed to. Was that a surprise when they got in there? Or did they know? They knew, they knew about okay, it. Okay, they, they knew about it. Because that's on your medical yeah. record. Right. They knew about right. it. So the doctor goes, the surgery might be three hours because we're having to undo something previously. Surgery was an hour and a half. Okay. He goes, it It went phenomenally. Good. So um, I had five little incisions from the surgery. Just five little holes. Yeah. About an inch and a half. Including the gall bit, the, the um, reversal of the hernia. Yeah. Five little holes. Wow. It's um, amazing. Yeah. It, it, it was amazing. That that's all. It, that's all it was. Um, Medicines come so far. Yeah, I mean, just ridiculous. And the equipment, yeah, crazy. But uh, came out of came out of surgery. Surgeon told everybody that everything was good. I went into recovery, had my own room. Yeah, which, which was which was awesome. Are you in there for a while? I was only in there for two and a half days. Okay, so you did stay for a little bit. Yeah. Just what are they watching for? Infection. And... Um, infection, just to make sure that um, I was. Still take and taking because a lot of it is fluids. Yeah. For the first two weeks, you're on straight fluids. Okay. So it's protein shakes, mm. clear liquids like um, vitamin supplement juice. Right. Yeah. Okay. So 
The first two weeks, that's what... So it's kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. It gets a little boring. <laughs> but I, I figured out how to mix it up. I found um, there's different waters out there that have protein in it. Okay. Um, like, I like vitamin water a lot myself. Yeah, vitamin water. Yeah. I drank a lot of vitamin water. I drank a lot of uh, Gatorade Zero. Okay. Because it, it doesn't have the extra sugars. Yep. Because um, you want to reduce sugar. Right. Like, none at all. For the first couple weeks? Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to intake a lot of sugar because okay. it'll actually make you sick. That makes called, sense. Which is called dumping. Dumping. It's called dumping, <laughs> okay. which, which sounds really, really <laughs> messed up. But uh, no, it'll actually make you sick. All right. Um, I had, let's see, since the surgery, I've had three dumping situations. Okay. Um, I had tuna fish late at night, uh, and it just happened, didn't agree with me, and I ended up throwing it up. Oh, it's your body's like, nope. Yep. And then gotcha. um, the two other times, it was uh, cottage cheese. Okay. It just happened that I had an air pocket in my in my half the size of my stomach. Yeah. And didn't realize it. Just ate a spoonful of cottage cheese and it came right back up. Oh. But besides like a that, volcano. Oh, <laughs> exorcism. Wow. But uh. Okay. But besides that, it wasn't bad. I mean, I was out of work for four weeks. So that's not too bad. Uh, it wasn't bad. That's not too bad. From a surgery like that. Now that side effect that is affectionately known as dumping. <laughs> Does that eventually work itself out? Whereas you're further removed from the procedure, you don't have to worry about it? Or some is that going to be... Some people it does. Okay. And some people it doesn't. It just really depends on the person themselves. Gotcha. Like myself, I stick myself to like a very strict yeah. routine. Gotcha. Um, like I wake up in the morning... Depending on what day it is, I'll either have um, eggs, spinach, onions and peppers mm -hmm. in an omelet. Yeah. And then I'll have my lunch, which is normally pretty much the same thing, but normally I'll throw like either tuna fish or I'll throw chicken gotcha. in it. Gotcha. Okay. And then dinner just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. If gotcha. It's a veggie burger with an egg on top or just a veg veggie burger or just gotcha. some eggs. Gotcha. Huh. Okay. Well, that's it. Dumping, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a that's a really that's uh, an interesting uh, thing. So then I got to imagine you so you stay two and a half days in recovery, mm -hmm. make sure nothing gets infected, anything like that. And then what is the what is the uh, so you're out and you're only out of work for four weeks. You said thirty days. Yep, that's not bad. No, that's not bad. Some and, people some people they're shorter shorter mm -hmm. amount of time. Some people are mm -hmm. longer. Mm -hmm. um, me, I was about four weeks. Right. Interesting. Okay. And then you get back and you go through follow-up, I imagine? Yep, follow-up. Uh, the first follow-up is two weeks after surgery. Okay. And then the next one is a month out. And then it's three months. Okay. Then it's six months and then it's a year. Then it's every year after that. Gotcha. Like my, my surgeon, Dr. Gandhi, <clears throat> he see me at my month, no, almost two-month mark. And he's like, I don't need to see you again until... Your anniversary date. Oh wow! Okay. Because I. So they turn you loose pretty quick. He turned me loose really quick. Most yeah. people have to follow whatever regiment they're right. they're on. Right. He was like, "You're doing great. Whatever <clears throat> you're doing, keep doing it." Awesome. So. Awesome. So that brings me to the next part, and we could take a quick break if you want, and then you and I are we we've committed to training for the Murph, which I don't know if mm. the listeners know what that is. We'll explain that after we take a short break. Uh, I'm 
dreading it <laughs> you do? <laughs> I'm not dreading the run, um, but we'll explain to everybody what the Murph is when we come back, and we'll just discuss what your fitness goals are going to yep. be going forward. And again, I'm trying to get back on my horse and you know just talk about what's motivating us and whatnot. Take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, Northern Exposure. Been sitting down with my buddy Freddie Lenhard and uh, going over the bariatric weight loss surgery procedure and all the things that follow. Um, we talked about leading up to the surgery. We talked about surgery. We talked about post-op. Of course, there's dietary guidelines that one should follow in order to ensure in the success of the procedure. And Fred's been working out a lot. Yep. You and I um, recently, as we mentioned, in honor of Veterans Day, since you and I are both veterans, and your brother Steve, of course, is a veteran. I from the Army, you from the Navy. Steve was Navy too, yep. right? Okay. Yep. I knew you guys were SEALs. <laughs> Not real SEALs. There's another word we call these guys, squids. We call them squids. Um, there's words for us Army guys too, trust yep. me. But, but we're going to have a little fun. So you and I, we joined Team Red, White, and Blue. You've been working out a lot more than me right now, so kudos to you for that. Um, but we're training for the Murph. Yes. And yes. we are idiots. Yes, um, most definitely. Yeah. Just to, to put it in perspective, one of my clients in the Syracuse area had just mentioned to me a week or two ago that I looked like I was thinning out a little bit. And I said, thank you, because I was getting a little pudgy in the guts. And I'm still a little pudgy in the guts because I like my craft beer, as our listeners are aware. Um, so I need to run just to drink. Yeah, I understand. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we're training for the Murph. And the Murph is a one-mile run to start, and then what? Uh, what is it, Fred? A hundred pull-ups, pull-ups, two hundred push-ups, and three hundred body squats. Body squats, body yep. squats. Yes, and then and then another mile run with a twenty-pound waist on, a uh, twenty-pound vest. Yes. Yeah. So yes. you add twenty pounds. Um, you don't have to do pull-ups in succession. I mean, even no. the Guinness Book of World Records holder, and I think the world record for pull-ups is with a forty-pound vest is like thirty-nine. Like I just watched somebody do it on the NFL Network yesterday. He broke the American record, not the world record. He did yep. 36. Yep. So I don't think these guys, maybe a guy like that can do 100. I probably could without. without Pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it's not to be in succession. You're allowed to drop and then get back up. Yep. And so I imagine that the pull-ups are going to be the biggest bitch yeah. <laughs> in that yeah. whole thing. The body squats, I mean, sure. And, After uh, a while, yeah, towards yeah. the last, the last yeah. hundred, you're going to be, uh, yeah, dragon. But the push-ups will suck too, though. Well, it depends on how you position your hands in the push-ups. It does, but if if the pull-ups go first, right. your shoulders are shot. True. Now you got to do two hundred push-ups. True. Got strength in my titties. Yeah. You try something. your titties. This is gonna suck. I want people to understand that this is gonna suck. Do uh, you just hope to finish? Yes. Something like this. Like, there's no... And that's another thing I want to talk about. As we get a little bit older, you just turned yep. 40. I'm going to be yep. 39. Um, fitness becomes a different kind of important. Yes. I don't really give a shit about showing up the biggest meathead at the beach. Right. I'm done. I'm I just want to look good naked. I want to look pretty good naked, and I just want to be able to move. It's more longevity Yes, now. yes. It's longevity now. Um, and in probably a quarter part denial. Because yeah. we're talking about getting the softball team back together yep. next year. Yep. Monday night men's, three-time champions. And, uh, you know, all these pictures start popping up on your Facebook timeline, bringing you the joys of days of old. Right. And there's a picture of my buddy Tim Turborg holding the two trophies because we went back-to-back that right. year. We won summer and fall nice. in the same season. So keep in mind, we did, that team was together for like 11 years, 10, 11 years, too. 
when I first moved back from Virginia and Katie was working at Ralph, right. that's where she met his wife and they just needed a guy. And I, I think I went from subbing to being full time within two, three weeks. There you it go. It was pretty fun. So that's what it is for me. Um, you are now at an age I'm actually jealous because if you wanted to go play basketball, the 40 and over leagues are much better. Oh, yeah. They're much better. You can run and not worry about somebody trying to duff you. Exactly. Because everybody <laughs> has to go to work tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, because I played in the league in Webster for a while, man, and I just got to the point where it's like, I'm done. Guys yeah, a lot are fighting, of, and yep. it's ridiculous. So, well, what how, motivates... Well, half the 40-plus 40, the 40 league, I mean, half of them probably can't run. Right. So... It's just, it, it looked a lot nicer on that side of the yeah. floor. Because that gymnasium was split into two. Right. And the 40 and over played on one court, and then we played on the other. And they just looked like they were all having a lot more fun than we were. Yep. Um, some of those teams we played against, it was like the NBA scouts were watching. If you were that good, you wouldn't be playing in that kind of a league. Right. Um, you'd be in the G League or something. Get out of here. Um, so what motivates you to keep working out, my friends, and, and what is your avenue? Um, mine? Besides looking good naked? Besides looking good naked, um, um, wh- where are you going for your workouts? What are you doing? Like, you were at the gym. You texted me at, like, 5 o'clock this morning <laughs> that you were, uh, you were going to the gym, going to take yes. a shower, and you'd be right over. Yep. <laughs> I went to uh, I go to Planet Fitness. Okay. The one right down the road? Um, or Henrietta? Dewey. Dewey. Okay. Dewey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is literally right around the corner for me. Yep. Okay. Um, certain days I'll go to Gates. Certain other okay. days I'll go to Arondequoit. It just They're everywhere. Now. Right. Um... What motivates me is the fact that I could actually see my toes without actually leaning over. <laughs> he, um, he was being polite by saying his toes. Yeah. So, well. uh, but yeah, it's, 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 what motivates me is, I mean, having kids. Yeah. I mean, being a bus driver itself. Yeah. It's, it's busy. Um, helps keep, helps keep, uh, keep me on my toes. Gotcha. Especially having, being a bus driver with kids that are anywhere between the ages of five to, 18. Gotcha. I got to be able to run down that aisle if I have to stop a fight or Absolutely. help. There's an emergency, get out the bus. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's just amazing. Like to be in a better physical condition comes in handy, like all over the place. Like it's going to sound silly. I bowl in the league, and some guys actually talk about game three fatigue. And I'm like, the fuck you talking about? (laughs) You're tired from rolling a ball? Like, so, you know, I guess if you have bad joints and stuff, I guess I can see it. Because my my, my glide leg is my left leg. Right. And, of course, that's my shitty knee. Yep. You know, I got a Todd Gurley knee over here. You know, so I'm I'm bone on bone just about like you were saying. So there's times it barks at me, but that's what CBD is for. Um, So, you know, that, so... You know, you have to try to keep a schedule. You and I have been trying to work out. That's the biggest yeah. challenge, too. So many people are independent on others kind of motivating them. And in the adult world, time is of the essence. Yes. You don't usually have a ton of it. Yes. So you spend more time working out as an individual. Yes. Absolutely. Um, some of these team red, white, and blue people are, you know, up at four in the morning. Yeah. Rucking through the city. <laughs> yeah. No matter how cold it is, they're, yeah. they're out yeah. there. Yeah, and I'll give them that. Um, are you, would you be somebody that would probably maybe do a 5k at some point? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 5k is about all my knee can take. Yeah. Like I was telling my cousins cause they run the halves and stuff. Right. And they'll do 10 mile runs and things like that. And they'll do the 13 and, and his wife did a full. Right. I think Matt has done a full 
Maybe they all have. Mike might have too. I'm talking one or two. Right. But they did it. Um, but yeah, man, I, like I told those guys, I was like, you know, a 5K is what, 3.2 miles? Yeah, give or take. If it. I got to run farther than that and you catch me, good for you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, my lungs, I could tolerate it. I could get a good time. But Oh, to, I could keep going with yeah, my lungs. Yeah, to, but, but it's the my joints, knees. The yeah. joints, yes. It's not worth it. What's the reward? Right. <laughs> you know, to limp for three days just so I can get, you know, a medal that said I did it? Right. I don't know. I'd rather concentrate on 5Ks, I think. And, uh, but I work with some people, like uh, the one guy that uh, up in our home office. He's run full marathons. He wants to run another one. He's done several. Oh, wow. He's done several. Um, and then the story he was telling me when he rode along with me a couple of weeks ago. He did one. And then he rushed, He rode home, got his, all his stuff together, and like packed up his kid to go out to a soccer game. There you go. Like, man, if I ran 26 miles, I would need to bathe in CBD oil, sit in Something. an ice bucket, and drink <laughs> several beers, and probably not move for at least 12 hours. But good for these guys. I mean, that's a long way to run. That's not just that. Long. It's the dedication that they have oh. into doing it. Oh, my God. That's why I give my brother and, and his girlfriend yeah. props and everybody that they do it with. They're out there five, six miles a yeah. day. With weights, yeah. with a rucksack on or a vest on, or they're pounding the pavement, yes, like legit. So yes. that's what you got to do. I mean, we're holiday season's approaching. Yep, this is the time of year. Now, I do feel like you're so disciplined now. Oh yeah. Plus, it sounds like you're restricted. Like you can't just crack beers, can you? Oh, I could drink beers. I can. You could drink, drink beer. beer. I could drink. Have... I could drink whatever I want. Gotcha. I can eat whatever I want. Gotcha. It's just I just got to decide on how much of it do I want to. Gotcha. Want to take. Right. Like, I I had a, a got fucked up quick uh, moment a couple weekends ago. Did you? Oh, yeah. A couple too many beers? No, it wasn't beers. Uh, what were you drinking? Um, Peanut butter whiskey. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hypnotic. <laughs> Crown apple. Oh, my God. Um, hell, I don't even remember what else. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. That's the thing I've noticed with, with alcohol. Because you know I like my beers. Yes. But from time to time, I'll pull a Joe Rogan where I just, just nothing. Right. For a couple days. And I'm talking just a couple days because you know me. Yes. I can drink six Jenny Lights by halftime yeah. and whistle Dixie. Yep. You know, they're like, I'm not, yeah, that's the crazy thing. Like, I just have that German tolerance where it's just like, this is cold, this is refreshing, thank you. Yep. Um, but after you take a few days off, then I got into the my heavy beers, my seasonals. Yeah. And I had like two of them. And I started to feel like shit. I was yep. like, I can't see. My head feels heavy. Like, you realize, like, how hard your body's actually working to yes. have a high tolerance yes. towards the drink. Um, I don't do a lot of liquor. Liquor and me don't get along. It doesn't matter if I haven't had any beers or not. I like my Tanqueray and tonic. Yes. Uh, I normally do uh, yeah. Jack and Ginger. A nice scotch once in a yeah. while, but... Yeah, I can't sit there and shoot whiskey. My wife can rip through fireball like it's her job. That stuff makes me gag. I'm like a girl. I'm like a pregnant woman in the first trimester when I drink fireball. That's it. Just comes right out, (laughs) and it doesn't matter. Like, fireball will have me sober, throwing up, and cussing out the heavens. Yes. Yeah, and beer. I can't tell you the last time I got sick on beer. Absolutely not. (laughs) I don't even remember the last time I got sick on beer. I don't remember the last time I had a hangover from beer. Anytime I had a rough night, there was liquor involved. I'll tell you that much. Um, But yeah, man, that's the motivating factor for people. You know, the surgery was obviously a process. There's other people that you know just through dietary changes. Yeah. Um, Like I cut sugar out of my coffee a long time ago. Yeah. A long time ago. 
and that had a tremendous effect just on my gut health. A good a good you thing know? for a lot of people is that they don't seem to realize because a lot of people don't like water. Yeah, it's really good for you. You drink more water, and you cut out the processed mm-hmm. foods, um, the carbonated pops and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You can drop thirty pounds within Absolutely. six months without even absolutely without doing gym, much without doing yeah. exercise without just changing you're not yeah. bloated as much right you know it, it's a it's a big deal but yeah it's just some dietary changes could could really make a positive impact on people and yeah but some people like i say if you do that surgery just be advised that you want to follow those dietary guidelines right follow, you want to do follow. the steps as it sounds like part of an aa meeting but yeah follow the steps but that's the other thing too and that's why we do this podcast so people that are listening that maybe feel like they're on the cusp of hey i need to make a significant change or i'm heading down a rabbit hole that i don't want to go down um you're not alone it's just like anything else it's like people with chemical dependency problems uh people with mental health issues there's there's venues for you to reach out to and you're not alone and there's people that have walked a mile or so in those shoes know exactly what you're going through there's mentors. Yep. Would you agree? Now, do yes. you have any? Do you have any people you're reaching out to? Anybody you're working close with? I actually talk to uh, my nutritionist quite often. Cool. Um, Ooh, I'm growling. She's a she's a <laughs> she's a uh, female competitor bodybuilder. No kidding. And uh, so your nutritionist is jacked. I don't know. I really don't know because she wear a big lab coat. No, she actually wears baggy loose clothes. She's probably <laughs> but you, but when you, jacked. But when you see her standing there, uh-huh. you can see the way I mean she's got the, the stance, the way she moves and She's but she's she, jacked. Oh I, I bet you she's jacked. But uh <laughs> her and I her and I communicate on a weekly basis. Nice. She asks me how everything's going. Um we throw recipes back and forth. Well, you like to cook too. Yes. So this is probably kind of fun. Yes, it really is cuz it allows me to still be healthy. Yeah. Still make meals that taste good. Right. Like uh Like you're a good cook. I've had your food. Yeah. You're, so you're a good cook. <laughs> like I just did a uh a vegetarian chili. Okay. And everybody's like, "Oh, vegetarian chili, that tastes uh-huh. horrible." I've had people try it and they're like, "Are you sure there's no meat in this?" I would dig that. I'm like, too. "Yeah, there's no meat. It's I would dig all it. vegetarian." Is it nicer on your stomach too? Yes. That's you, as you know. You don't get the 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 gird. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Smells like the Seneca Park Zoo yes. the next day in your yes. bathroom. No, that's a good point. And so my father-in-law was over last night and he's he's big on the plant base now. And he was trying to, he was giving it to me while I was eating a piece of chicken. I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I well, love, I love my father-in-law, but he's like, you should really watch it. And I was like. I love chicken. Yeah. And I, one thing I have I actually couldn't noticed cut since, it all out, since the. No since meat at surgery, all. No fish, no nothing. Since my surgery, I've noticed that I can only eat beef once, maybe a week. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't eat it that much. Like I used to, like when I, yeah. hell, when we were younger. I, yeah. Burgers, steak. I eat burgers it. in the summer like it's my job. Right. That's sort of the problem. Well, now it's maybe once a week. I'll right. eat chicken and fish. Yep. Of course, my eggs. Yeah, of course. Um, But besides that, I mean, that's pretty much the meat aspect that I, gotcha. I stick with. I mean, I eat pork maybe once a year. I don't eat a lot a of pork. Bacon. But I'm big into the turkey bacon now. I like the turkey I bacon. I love the turkey bacon. My I even like the... They I piss like and moan. I said the turkey pepperoni, too. Delicious, oh. the turkey pepperoni. 
I love it. Yeah. It's a nice substitute. You know what? It doesn't splash all over the place. Either. That too. You don't have the big greasy yep. mess to clean up. So that grease is going in your body. That's the way I look at it. Yep. But yeah, you definitely want to... The vegetarian chili, I would be intrigued to try it. One of these football days, we'll have to try it. Oh, I'll make it again. Absolutely. No so, well, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast and really explaining the process. You look awesome, dude. I mean, for, just to recap, he's down 140 pounds, basically damn near 12 months to the calendar day yep. as his process and his journey started. And your goal is to lose another 35 to 40. Give or take, yes. Which will put you at your high school size. Yes. Wow. And then from there, I actually, like, we're going to do the Murph Challenge. Yes. Want to do that. Yeah. And then after the Murph Challenge. Do some 5Ks and such. Yep, throw a couple of those you in know. there. And then um, a lot of people think I'm actually crazy, but I actually want to try to compete in a bodybuilding competition. Yeah? You want yep. to try to go... Oh, yeah. You going buff? You're trying to go buff diesel? Yes, yes. Oh, well, there's a lot of good stuff yep. out there as far as... Well, everybody has a different opinion on how to do it. Some people right. say heavy weight, low heavy rep. Heavy weight, low reps. Joe Rogan rep. says work out every day. I pretty much do every but day. But don't burn yourself out yep. every day. He said, you know, get a good rep in, get a good pump in, but yep. pump every day. Yep. And then naturally your muscle fibers come back. I mean, he's 52 years old. Yeah, he's, he's in looking, phenomenal yes, shape. Yes. I mean, he can spin kick you to Mars. Yes. Uh, and he's into yoga, hot yoga, and all that other yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't know about the hot yoga. He said, I can barely do regular he yoga. He said it's fucking brutal. <laughs> but he said it's one of those like spiritual enlightening things. Because you go through 90 minutes of that shit, and he said, you know, 20 minutes in, you feel like you want to die, and he goes, and then all of a sudden, you're done. And it's just, I, may, I don't know, man, we both went to the military. There's a sadistic yeah. side to everybody, like, I, I got mean, through that. Maybe, <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, I, hell, I'd be willing to try it out. I would try it once. My problem with yoga is, is I have to get flexible again because my biggest concern is, is I'm in a class room full of mostly chicks. I go to do downward dog and my asshole betrays me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm getting to, I'm getting You're to getting that, that age, age now. Where it just I understand out. <laughs> my grandmother and the walking farts. I do. We'd yep. be shopping for school clothes. We'd be at J.C. Penney's. My Mima would have me in there. Ooh, honey, we got to go over here. Yep. You know? And I'd be like, how come you can't control that old lady? Crop, now she, now you're dusting at a whole new yeah. level. And then she starts to laugh and she pees a little. It's great. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so. Well, knock on wood, I haven't hit that, that. No, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. But I tell you what, I'm not flexible. So I guarantee you I go to touch my toes, depending yeah. on what I ate the night before. Toot toot. Well, that's something that we, the, the day that we decide that we're going to do it, the night before, we're going to have to make sure we don't eat specific foods. I mean, come on, man. It's it's. I, I'm looking forward to yeah. softball this upcoming uh, summer just to see how I do because they're putting me at shorter third again. There you go. So I don't get to get old. You know what I mean? I got to be quick. I got to be yep. like a cat. Uh, it's slow pitch softball, people. That batter just gets to tee off on me. Yep. Um, and up to this point in life, I've loved it. But we'll see. As long as I keep all my chicklets in my face, we'll be in good shape. Well, Fred, thanks so much for being on here, dude. Um, I'm confident you'll carry on your journey and accomplish everything you're looking to accomplish here. 
And uh, yeah, we're definitely going to discuss on this podcast how the Murph went. When is it again? Uh, Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's only a few months away. It's coming quick, folks. I don't know if I can kick my ass hard enough to actually... What, j- again, as we say, just finish it. Yeah. Just finish it. Man. I really don't care about a time. No, I don't care about around. the time either. It's just no. about finishing it. And yeah. then if, if there's a bucket of cold beer at the yeah. finish line. So the running parts doesn't scare me, even with the weight vest on. It's just a mile. It's a mile. Both runs are just a mile. Yeah. But man, the middle. The middle. Oh. Yeah, that's the part that's going to be... The body squats, I, I still say, aren't going to be... As, I don't think the body bad. squats are going to be bad. The, 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 the push-ups the, combined yeah. with the pull-ups is going to be just an upper body... Torture. A mind fuck. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm, I, my, everything's cringing in my upper body mm-hmm. core right now, and I'm having flashbacks. Sweet. Yep. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Northern Exposure. Fred, thank you for being on the of show. Course. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. We know we'll get you back on here again. Happy Veterans Day to all those that have served men and women across the country. Uh, enjoy the day you see a veteran. Give them a big thank you. As always, thank you for listening, and we'll be back with more episodes from Northern Exposure.